This week on Penguin Stuff, is there a goalie controversy in Pittsburgh? Who is the second star of the week in the NHL? And do we have a new number one atop the prediction leaderboard? Find out today on this week's episode of Penguin Stuff. Welcome back to Penguin Stuff. I am Andrew. And I am Jim, and welcome to episode 12 of this season of Penguin Stuff. A good week this week. A good week, and um, I'm just going to put this out here. Penguins are undefeated in December. So so far, let's let's keep that rolling. That'd I be hope great. So. That would be super great. And you know, main reason Tristan Jari. Tristan Jari. Oh my goodness, Tristan Jari. Now I know we've had a bunch of different opinions about the goaltending situation in Pittsburgh. And if you want to hear our take, go to what's the website? I, I we haven't plugged the website. It's Penguin enough. Stuff Official. Dot. Blog.home, I believe that's what it's, it is. It's weird. It's free domain right now. So, yeah. But it was it's weird, a website title. But, yeah, go check us out. I think there's a link to it on our Facebook and maybe Instagram. I think Instagram takes you to the podcast. Yeah. But go go find it. We, we posted it on Facebook. our Facebook page. So go to yeah. our Facebook go page. Go to our Facebook click page. Click through it. Yeah. It's a great little... Took me like thirty seconds, forty five seconds to read it, minute maybe. But it was a good article about uh, where we stand about it, and that I do believe Tristan Jari is the number one in Pittsburgh as of right now. Yeah, I think I think we have a full blown Penguins uh, goaltending controversy here. And I don't even, I don't even think it's so much a controversy as much as it is uh, a usurp of the number one goalie. And I think. I think Tristan Jari in the last two games he has played, and really, and and again, this is not a knock on Matt Murray, but a a uh, I think the last game Murray played kind of solidified that that Jari should be one and Murray should be two. Yes. Um, at the very least, they should be split in time. If if you're not going to go one two Jari Murray, you got to go one A one B, um, and so. I think I think we're gonna see I think we're gonna be seeing a lot more of Tristan Jari. Um, the the it's just gonna be really a, a real interesting how that all shakes out. But um, you know I I was I was watching the the game against uh, Phoenix or not Phoenix Arizona. I keep wanting to say Phoenix uh, against the Arizona Coyotes, and at the very end of the game, their broadcast said. I think Pittsburgh's found their new number one, and so I, mean, I agree. They're seeing it. They're seeing it. I think most of the fans are seeing it. I think a lot of the players are seeing it. Murray's probably definitely seen it. I think I think Murray might be just a tad bit nervous in the service, as it, as they say. Well, I mean, I, he had a chance to prove that he could rival Tristan Jari, but when you give up three goals, granted two were power play, mm-hmm. against a Red Wings team that has won seven games. And have they've they've lost ten in a row coming into that yeah, game? Yeah, eleven in a row, twenty one on the season. Yep, you can't. That 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 speaks volumes to yeah. everybody. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's, and by the way, the official website address is penguinstuffofficial.home.blog. Okay, so that's our blog. That's our blog. Uh, There's website. actually a link to it in the podcast you're listening to right now. Da- there should be. Wow, my gosh! Dang, dang, dang! Yeah, go. So go read Didn't that. Didn't even think of that. Um, we're gonna try and post some more articles as we're as we're going Gaining through. Speed. We're getting some some neat reaction. People are sharing it. Yeah. People are talking about it. So it's good, and we'll see we'll see what happens. Also, in that, well, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil that. So we'll talk about. Uh, let's get into. Let's get into our, predictions. our predictions. Yeah. We uh, we teased at the beginning of the of the podcast about the fact that there might be a new number. Number one on the leaderboard. There better not be. We will see. I, I don't know. You keep track of these, so you could, I do. You could be skewing the numbers. I could skew the numbers, the numbers so and badly. just win outright. But, but that's not the way you. Are. I'm not. That's not, not the, the way. way. I, that's not it's the not way. Not the way you vibe. So uh, this week, the Penguins won all three games. So it was a great week. Six points. I now, got six points too, dude. Yeah. So did I, man. So we did not. There is not a move. Now here's the thing. 
after those three wins, you would think that the Penguins might be moving up closer to the front of the pack. However... The fudging thing about this is we play in the Metro. Everybody in the Metro this this week won. God. I don't think anybody lost. We moved up one place in our division. We moved up one place. We, we actually jumped Carolina. So we are now in the first wild card position. And... Uh, but but this it's is Washington, where, New York, and Philly, correct? On yes. one, two, three. And here is where we did it's ridiculous. jump. We jumped up a spot in the conference, okay, but we jumped up three spots overall in the entire league. So we're ninth out of thirty-two teams. So if we were in the league right now, okay, where we stand, stand conference-wise? Conference-wise, we're fifth. Okay, okay, which I is not which that. is not bad. Which means that we are better than. Uh, Everyone except Boston. Two, yeah, yeah. Two of the teams that are. That's crazy. So if we were the, playing in the Atlantic, we'd be we'd in be second, second place. Yes, but we play in the Metro, which is probably which is the most talent tight. Yes, talent. Can, what is the word? Talent heavy. Talent division. Heavy division in the league. In the league, hands down. In the league, and you have Washington, who has at least four All Stars. Yes. You have Pittsburgh, who has Malkin, Guess, Gensel, Gensel. Crosby, Tanger, yep, Jari now making his making his case for making his case. Then you have Philly who has Hart and Elliot and Goudreau, Goudreau and not Goudreau, Drew, Drew. Sorry. And then Carolina has Aho, Aho. I forgot about Aho. Yeah. And then the island, the Islanders really don't have anyone. They're just they got Barzell. Okay, Barzell and maybe Lee could be, but still. And then you have New Jersey. Yeah. Who should be good. Who should be really good. But they're not. They got Subban. They got Hull. They got uh, that new kid, uh, what's his name, Hughes. So um, Whose brother's better, unpopular opinion, Quinn Hughes for Vancouver. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, last week. Um, that was a little uh, tangent. We Sorry. began on Wednesday uh, playing St. Louis in a home and home for us, not for them. Um, they had played uh Chicago in between that time. Yep. Um, Andrew, you predicted the Pens win five two. I predicted the Pens win four to three. The you. final score was three to nothing. I was closer. What? With the correct score. Oh, okay. I, I was. I had the correct uh, point differential. Yeah, yeah, you did, you did, but you unfortunately you don't get points for that. I should. So uh, can I make a new rule. So we both. So we both won. Then um, Friday, uh, Arizona came to town. And we'll talk more about that. But the Penguins wound up winning two to nothing. You had said Pens two one in a shootout. Oh dang, I was close. I said Pens five four, but we both got the Pens, so we both got two points on that one. Oh yeah, we will talk about that. <laughs> it's about and the then, game. And then the last uh, <coughs> Saturday, uh, traveling to Detroit, playing the Red Wings, uh, we win five three. You said Pens win three nothing. I said Pens win four one. So we both got the right. Uh, well, no, and neither of us got the right goal differential. You said three nothing, but just for the wrong, wrong game. Wrong game. If you if you'd have moved, you'd have been closer if you'd have said Penn's five two against Detroit because it yeah. wound up being five three, and Penn's three nothing against St. Louis. You'd have gotten the point, and uh, and then punishment. So no punishment okay. this week. But the thing is, I was thinking that the wings. Yeah, you would have think, but you would think like those scores sound accurate to the teams they're playing. Correct. Yeah. yeah. What do they do? They do. They really, really do. And you, were, this, and you were super close against Arizona, too. This this year, overall, in all sports, sports is just crazy. Sports they, is crazy. They, they, there's no way you can predict accurately in sports, especially people, this year because talent has not been living up to talent. People who try to make a living betting on sports have got to have the highest blood pressure in the entire world. Or the lowest IQ. Well, that too, maybe. Um, but... Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, sports, you ne- I mean, on any given day, any given night, anybody can be anybody else. It's just wacky, wacky stuff. So predictions for this week. We got three games this week. We got a game on. I don't know who we're playing. I haven't. Tuesday, looked. Montreal comes down th- three home games. So Montreal, Columbus, on. Thursday and Los Angeles Kings come in on Saturday, the 14th. And one of those nights is a promotion night. Star Wars night on the 10th, ugly holiday sweater on the 12th, and oh, and 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 both both uh, 
The twelfth and the fourteenth there's ugly holiday sweater night. Oh, nice. So. Yeah, because then we're on the road. So let's let's time. talk about the predictions uh, for the upcoming games. So Andrew, you are still in the lead, so you get to make your predictions here. Three home games: Montreal, oh, right, Columbus Lisa. Blue Jackets, and the Los Angeles Kings. Well, looking at stats here, okay, I'm a stats guy. Montreal is thirteen, eleven, and six. Okay, not a bad, not a bad record. Of course, I don't know their schedule. They could be playing well, weak teams. Never know. But no, they won't goaltender, Carey Price, Price, he's good. He's good. He's not consistent though. IMO. So, I'm gonna have to say. And I think Penguins are going to ride the momentum that they have going so far. And I say they win 3-1. to one. Okay. I'm looking at this game. I'm thinking about how the Penguins' luck this year has been basically... Whenever we play a goalie, that particular goalie has the best night of their life. True, true. So I'm thinking we're getting Montreal on Tuesday. I think Montreal wins this game 3-2. to two. Really? I do because I think their goalie is going to be flipping phenomenal. Um, I, I mean, it could be a one nothing game. I think it's going to be a one-goal game. But I just I don't I I think I think the Penguins lose this game. They've won three straight in you know after a after a a, a tough week the previous week the last week of November. Um, but I'm I'm going to say Montreal wins this game. That's my prediction. Wow. All right. So uh, Thursday, December twelfth, Columbus. At Pittsburgh. Who you got? Pittsburgh. Just because Columbus is good. Not going to lie. They're decent. But last time we played them, we lost. Yep. I don't think we can do that again. I don't think we will do that again. I don't think again. we will do that again. Their goalie has had their one his one game that he's good against the Penguins. Yep. It's time for him to lose. It's time for him to die a slow no, 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 no. We don't wish death upon anyone. No, no, no. I mean... Just calm down there. As I'm a goalie. Great. As a goalie. Okay. So we win. What's your score? Four. Two. Four, two. Two. Okay. Four, two, two. <laughs> okay. I, too, have the Penguins in this game, and I say they win three to one. The reasoning. Same as yours. I do not think we will lose to Columbus again. And I think that Jari will be in goal, and I think he will have another great night. All right. The Kings, not the Kings, but the Ducks, they started off red hot. They're in eighth in the Western Conference. Yikes. In the wildcard race. Yeah. That's sad. It is sad. Where are the Kings? Dead last. Go figure. Okay. I'm assuming you have the pens then in this game? I do have the pens. And how do you... So you have them winning six straight? Yes, I do. Okay. And uh, what do you think the final score is going to be in that game? Five. To zero. Ooh, five nothing shutout. Okay. Hopefully Murray will get the shutout, but it'll probably be Jari. I have, I have the pens. I have the pens winning uh, four to one. So there's our predictions for next week. We'll see how it plays out. One of us will be will more than likely be getting punishment next week. Wait, what was your what was your prediction for Montreal? Was yeah. three to two. No, Montreal Kings, uh, four to one. Pens. Pens. Okay. Yeah, I'm What's sorry. That? Did I not say pens? I didn't. No, I meant pens. I, 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 pens. I think the pens win four to one. Okay. All right. So let's get to the let's. Uh, Let's, let's talk about let's before we go to break. Let's talk about the injuries. Injuries. Um, right now we um, four people still out. Four people out. Crosby, Nick Bukestad out with probably a very similar injury. 
to Crosby's because yep. he had core muscle surgery. Hornquist is out, and Dumoulin is out. Yes. And uh, Dumoulin definitely got injured on purpose. Why do you so say that? So he can spend time with baby Dumoulin. I think I think you might be right. I mean, come on. You might be right. Although he did have in one surgery, in so. one of those in one of those games, I think they shot showed. Oh no, I was Bukestad up there with uh, with with Crosby in the box. So in the press box. So anyway, okay. I was talking. I had I was talking to this dude in a Penguins stuff. Uh, Penguin, not Penguins stuff, but a Penguins fan page about. Malkin and Gensel's like chemistry, right? Right. And they're looking really good. They they, they had three points in one of these games to get like not combined, but well in the in yeah, the, in the, uh, the Detroit, Detroit game, yeah, Detroit game, yeah. But I, I and I said I would like maybe for just two games to see how it goes, putting Crosby on that line with Malkin and Gensel, mm. just seeing because then Malkin can take a step back. He doesn't have to be the guy who's supposed to be protecting the puck if he plays wing. He can do all that fancy stuff that he does, and Crosby's there to pick up the slack. And we are center-heavy enough that it could go Crosby, Malkin, Gensel on the first line, and then we'd have Bukestad when he gets back from injury, um, and then you have Simone, not Simone, Bl- Bluger and Lafferty. Where's McCann? Perspectively, play? Malkin played. Uh, McCann plays wing with Bluger. Okay. McCann, Bluger, Tanev. Ooh. And then you have a Bukestad, Galchenyuk, and Simone, and then everyone else falls under the. Well, in in all honesty, I, I almost I almost hate breaking up uh, Bluger, Zar, and and Tanev. Okay, that's because right. because they they've got some chemistry right now too. Uh, I forgot. And then you put Bukestad, Rust, and McCann. Those three. Now that would be that would be a cool line to and watch. And then because those guys Bukestad, Aston Reese, and Tanev. Right. And then Simone. Lafferty and Blandisi, or or whoever, whoever come. Who's who else is in? Well, we we had we had Neeson on in Neeson. the last game. Neeson, yeah, Neeson, yeah. yeah. He's Neeson on and that I, fourth we'll, line. We'll talk about that in a minute. Scratch, uh, send Blandisi down to AHL. Yeah, um, but but I really hope Lafferty gets a chance to stay up too once all the injured players come back. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I like I like what I see out of Lafferty, but uh, again, we'll we'll talk about that more in a little bit. So. Uh, Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about last week's games. Welcome back to the podcast. We are going to get into last week's games. games. Yeah, some good games we saw last week. Good team play. Outscoring the opposition by a total of 10 to to 3. So that's good goal differential there. Yes. So on Wednesday night, Penguins win. Game of the week on NBCSN. It was a good game. The Blues at the Penguins. Um, I thought this game was played well overall. I'm gonna be. I thought it was gonna be a lot closer than it was. Yeah, I kind of. I kind of thought. I th- I thought it was one. You know, looking at the game overall, I think it was one of our better defensive efforts. I I will say I I did say to myself. I didn't say to anyone else. But I was like, we need to score first, otherwise we're going to lose. Okay. And we did. Right. And it's like less than a minute in. Yeah, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. I think the score probably should have been a little bit higher. Uh, but again, as I said earlier in our predictions, Bennington was playing extremely well, stopping goals that should have been going in. And Simone should have had a score in this game. Simone, he had eight chances. He just Simone mm. is right now, I think we can officially say that he's snake bit. He has two goals on the season. His last goal was October 29th, and he hasn't scored since. I mean, he's, he's had he's had some assists, which is good, and, and that's good for for the team. But he he hasn't been scoring the goals. Crosby's also been injured. He's had opportunity. Well, that's true too. That is true too. But he has he has had opportunities, especially in this game. Like you said, eight quality chances. Um, nothing went in. But a final score of three to nothing with goal goals from Bluger. Um, Bluger had his third goal, and that was a, was a sweet deflection. Just under Bennington a, didn't have a chance under a minute in the game. No, he didn't. I mean, that, ultimately, that shot from Pedersen was, you know, from the angle, the last angle that NBC showed, that puck was going to miss the net completely, and Bluger tips it 
just enough to get it to go into the top yeah. top corner. So it was sweet. And then Neeson. Neeson's gets first, his first goal of his career. It was his first goal oh, of his career. It was his first of his NHL career. And his first goal with cross, uh, the Penn State. Yeah, and he did an absolutely wonderful. I mean, the shot was coming in. It was weird. I, I never really saw 100% for sure whether it hit Bennington or not. I don't think it did. I think but I don't it think out. it did. I think he caught it out of the air, pulled it into himself, and shot it in an open net. Bennington didn't have a chance on that one. And then um, he, he, and ultimately he was in the right place at the right time, which is the sign of a good player. Mm-hmm. And so um, He has that net front presence like Hornquist, which yes. is great if he can yes. keep it up. So, um, so we got... We got uh, goals from Bluger and Neeson, and then from Gelchenyuk. Uh, he had his second of the year on a real nice breakaway from Lafferty. He finished that one off real yeah. nice, and uh, so three to nothing. So, so uh, Andrew, you got to take away from this I game. Do. This team learns from their mistakes, and Jim Rutherford's good as great as his job is another one. But uh, they learn from their mistakes. They have corrected what they did not do correctly okay in the first game against them and they came back and they they did well mm-hmm. they looked good they cracked down on defense they did what they needed to do and also the fact that Murray wasn't in that probably had a lot to do with the outcome of the game but that's my takeaway and Jim Rutherford's good at his job yes I mean he's got the people he knows who he needs he's got them for when problems like this happen, when four of our starters are out. <coughs> so that's my takeaway. People need to like let Jim Rutherford do his job and not be so quick to be like, the guy's crap. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you gotta you got to take a bigger sample size than just two or three games. Mm-hmm. Um, my player of the game uh, for this game was Tristan Jari. Shocker! Big shock. Uh, 28 saves shutout. About 12 of those saves were grade A chances, I think. Um, and he did he did a wonderful, wonderful job. I want to give an honorable, honorable mention to Neeson for that beauty of a goal he mm-hmm. had in the first uh, near the end. Um, just beautiful. So, yeah. Tristan yeah. Jari, player of the game. On to Friday's game against the Yotes. Yotes? That's what they call them. Is it what they yeah. call? Who calls well, them that? I call them that. So now, oh, Jari okay. and Ned again. Uh, what were you, what, what were your thoughts about that? Did he deserve to start this game? Absolutely. I mean, you post a shutout in the game before. You deserve to get the start the next game. Um, I think that that I think that, like I said earlier, I do think that Jari is taking the number one goalie's position from Murray. I think he is. I think he deserves it. I think what we saw this week um, was a good indication of what he can do when he gets the opportunity and when his team plays good defense in front of him. I mean, he does uh, amazing things. Uh, he's he's always in really good position. Um, he very rarely gives up cheap goals. Uh, he's a he's a good goalie, and I'm I'm glad he's a Penguin. Mm, me too. So to start this game, we had we came out of the box. Box came out of the gate firing. Yes, uh, but we were shut out through two periods. We were no goals. Um, wait, wait, can we back up a second here before we get into the X's and O's of this game? Because I think that the 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 main thing about this game and the great thing about this game was because it was the return of Phil the Thrill to Pittsburgh. It was. I for, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, and I thought the Penguins did a great tribute video. Did you see that? I saw that. I thought it was a great video for so him. Cool. Um, he he. We he should link up. that on our blog. He teared up. Uh, during the video and especially during the ovation, yeah, yeah, he started giggling like like he was ner- like he w- it was uncomfortable for yeah. him to get that kind and of a. I th- we always win when former players come back to town when we it do seems tributes that way, videos, doesn't it? They 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 position it so perfectly. They position it during the game. They don't do it beforehand during warmups or whatever. They do it during the game. Yep. It gets their head out of it and gets. I think I think it gets yeah. our team like okay, we got to make him pay for leaving or whatever. It was a good tribute video. Yeah, I thought it was um, a good night for Phil, too. I think he enjoyed he, coming back. He had good chances. It always spooked me out. We we went to the box about four or five times that game, and it's scary. And yeah. it shows the reason why our power play is struggling so much this year, because Phil is not there. He's yeah. 
I didn't know how much he did, but they said he led the team in his five seasons with Pittsburgh in power play points. Mm-hmm. That whole his whole stretch with Pittsburgh. Yeah, and that was honestly that was the reason our power play was so potent. That was the reason why well, it's we one of the reasons. Drove it, another another one of those another one of the reasons why the, that particular power play was so potent was because those guys had played together for a while, and they uh, did a lot of um, you know they they had chemistry, mm-hmm. and I think I think our power play unit now is beginning to develop that chemistry. I think once Sid comes back, we'll see more uh, of a of a leadership role yeah I think we'll see taking more ownership of I think we'll see more power play goals uh, from the Penguins but yeah the, like you said the game itself was another great defensive battle Malkin um, his, the goal was very fluky yes but, but so the goalies wonky. really were making some incredible saves on both sides and um, yeah mm-hmm. Malkin Malkin got his seventh uh, coming up a follow-up shot right off the faceoff mm-hmm. and it, like you said it was kind of fluky but he I mean he was there in the right position and was able to get that. I mean, he, he this is and again, this is Malkin, right? This yeah. he, this guy has a nose for the puck that is um really second to nobody and he gets in there and he's he's willing to mix it up unlike certain other Russian players. Ovechkin. <laughs> and um sorry headphone users. Yeah, sorry about that. Um but love seeing the penguins move towards the net. Mm-hmm. After shot. That's I, I said that a while back on the podcast that. <coughs> <coughs> I'm sorry. It's not fun, is it? Yeah, it's. it's, uh, it's good. I said that a while back about chasing after the puck after get the rebounds, and that's when we started winning. So they listened to the podcast. And then Tanev uh, got the second goal, his sixth of the year. It was very unselfish by Bluger. And I, 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 I love that Bluger gave the empty net goal to Tanev simply because Tanev was the one who did all the work to get that puck mm-hmm. up to him. And that was real classy by Bluger to see yeah. him pass that off to Tanev. What would have sucked is if the pass was misplayed or hit snow and rolled off. <laughs> yeah. would have sucked. Except yeah, there's only six seconds, so we would have won anyway. Right. Just not two to one would have been one. Not two to nothing yeah. would have been one. Um, and 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 Bluger went up in my book on that. So uh, Bluger was already up in your book, dude. Well, he and he still can't is. get much higher. He still well, yeah, he can. Uh, anyway, uh, player of the game again, Tristan Jari. 33 save shutout, a lot of quality chances, and he just shut the front door. It was awesome. Your mm-hmm. takeaway? Jari is a hockey god. <laughs> That's the takeaway. <coughs> okay. Like, I mean, there's nothing else to say. Those chances, he had, there were more quality, like, grade A chances than not. There was at least true. 50 out of the 61 he saved could have wow. had a chance to go in. But he stopped him, and that's the takeaway. <coughs> I'm sorry. And that Phil Kessel wants to come back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We should just trade Gelch in your Although, time. although, the, uh, um, correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't, aren't, uh, isn't Phoenix first in the Pacific? No. Edmonton is, no. Well, they were first. They were first for like a split second until they played. They were Pittsburgh. first the night they played Pittsburgh. Yeah, right? and then they're not anymore. Okay, so I I didn't. It's Arizona. Oh, they're tied. Okay. Oh my gosh. So Edmonton's played thirty-two games, <coughs> one eighteen, lost ten, lost four in overtime, forty points. Arizona plays thirty-two games, one eighteen, lost ten, lost four, four in overtime. overtime. That's wacky, isn't it? Though, but Arizona does have a goal differential of fourteen as opposed to Edmonton's four. There so you go. They're outscoring opponents. All right, so we move to Saturday's game, traveling to Detroit to play the Red Wings. Uh, before we get into the game itself, I want to say this: that um, how the mighty have fallen. I was watching that game, and I was noticing that there were like there was like nobody in the seats no in Detroit. It was sad. It really was sad. You feel bad for them? I feel bad for the fans of Detroit. For no, the fa- for I don't the, feel bad for the fans. I feel bad for the fans because they really, since, well, since the end of, of last decade, since 2009, they really haven't had a team to really be excited about. Well, the 2010, 2011 was a pretty good team. Um, but... 
I don't feel bad. It's for It's been fans. a while since they've had a contender. I don't feel bad for the fans because they had that so much. They did. I mean, they had a, they had a run the of they had a run of year after year after year after year after year after year after year. I do year. feel bad for the young fans though who are just I do. coming up and yeah. they're like, "Oh, this team is literal trash." Yeah. But that's where Well, you write it out. Or you switch teams and become a a Penguins fan. Vegas fan. <laughs> or Vegas, yeah. Or, no, I guess. probably a bunch of those Detroit fans are going to become Seattle fans. Ooh, you So they can say, yeah. I've been a fan since the beginning. Since the I'm beginning. Not a bandwagon. <laughs> so Murray wasn't in goal in this game, and I got to admit that when I heard that, I was nervous. I, I think I probably sharded a bit, but, you know. Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, you can't, you can't burn out Jari. No. Playing him. No. Back to back after making 20. 33 staves. You can't do that. No. So, I think it was a good choice starting Jari, though, in Arizona instead of wasting him. May I be rude and say that against the Red Wings. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and we won. We did what win. matters. We did Goals win. from Gensel with his 16th. Yep. Ruedel gets his first of the season. Malkin, Cahoon both get their 8th. And Marino gets the, short, the power play empty netter. Yep. Yep, so um, a couple things that I saw in this game. I didn't like the way the Penguins played in the third period. Um, we were up 4-1, to one, and then we gave up two goals that really should have been saved again. But, I mean, um, you took a penalty late that turned I know. into a goal. I know. So you got to play. For, well, for one, you can't take that penalty. You can't, no. Not in that, not in that situation, but... Uh, so they they cut it four to two. No, they cut it four to three. Mm-hmm. Empty net. And then we got the empty netter from Marino. And that that call. Yes, I mean you got to call it, but you feel bad. They they have a chance to come back and win, and they. I mean, it goes to discipline. It goes to coaching. You got to be more disciplined. It does. But it still sucks it for does. for the team. It does. Um. So. Uh, player of the game for me in this game was Gensel. Mm-hmm. Two goals, or a goal and two assists. Uh, and just an all-around good effort from him throughout the game, I thought. He played good defense. He played, uh, he had a couple of really nice passes that could have turned into into uh, something special, mm-hmm. but it didn't. And um, it, it goes to show that Gensel is not a product of Crosby. That's true. Like, he can stand his own. I mean, he could go anywhere and be great, Yeah, in my personal opinion. And it's just cool to see that Pittsburgh has him, yeah. hopefully for forever, uh, turn into another Crosby or Malkin. Yep. Well, you think about this. Crosby uh, is nearing the end of his career. I know we don't like to talk about that. He's got a couple more. But he's in his 30s. As long as he stays Yes, he does. But he's in his 30s, and he can't play... He can't play forever as much as we would love to see him play forever. He's not going to be able to do that. Um... Hall of Fame career, you know, when when he when he walks away from the game, he's going into the Hall of Fame. Um, but at the same time, you need to have those guys coming up behind him. And I think Gensel is the piece that we've got to hang on to. And he is going to be the guy who who kind of takes the lead as the face of the franchise once Crosby and Malkin yep. are both gone. Hopefully Crosby will stay on though, and Malkin both in. Oh, I'm sure they will. Front office. That's the thing about office, this organization. This is the thing about this organization. A lot of guys come back and want to be a part of this organization. You look at Bill Guerin. You look at uh, Matt Cullen, um, Sergey Gonchar. Now didn't Recky? Recky played for Pittsburgh for a couple of years. Uh, so we have we have some guys. You know, we have an organization that is built to draw these guys back in to, to continue to, to work with the team. And Which is great. It's great. It's great for the fans to keep seeing those faces around, too, and those names. So, yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's good. So, good week for the Penguins. Six points, um, moving up one place in the standings, and um, we keep rolling here. And next week, three more games, uh, Montreal at home, the Columbus Blue Jackets at home, and the Los Angeles Kings at home. So it should be a all promotional nights. So if you live near them, buy your tickets. Go, yeah, go support ugly the sweaters. Team. Yes, ugly sweater night on the twelfth and fourteenth. So 
have fun there. So this week, we uh, this next week coming up, we're going to uh, talk about three games that have passed: the Montreal, Columbus, and Los Angeles. Next week, we're going to talk about we're going to predict six games because of the Christmas break. We are taking that week off uh, so that we don't have to try to take away from family time to be able to put down a podcast. We will miss you all, and we will wish we a Merry Christmas next week. We will we will put out an announcement. Wishing you guys Christmas. Oh, yeah. Probably yeah, on Instagram or maybe even record it. Yeah. While we're doing it. And there'll be a little something on Tuesday. A little something, something for you. Shared. Um, but uh, the podcast after Christmas, the first podcast of 2020. So let's take a break. Let's before take we a get break. In, before we get into power rankings, we're going to take a break here. Penguin stuff is brought to you by nobody. We're not we're not sponsored yet. So if you guys are interested in sponsoring us, please email us at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and love to have you sponsor our show. We would love to do that. Uh, what what a sponsor basically is, this bot would be talking about what you are, what your product is, what you do as like, I don't know, whatever you're up to, we will discuss what, what we do and what we like about it. So if you are interested in sponsoring us, emails and now back to the podcast welcome back to the podcast some news this week oh sorry i'm sorry i didn't mean to jump over you continue that's that's very unprofessional so i'm I'm sorry i was gonna go into power rankings but well let's let's before we get into power rankings let's talk about the news this this morning that that dropped the uh, NHL put out its three stars of the week, and Tristan Jari, number two star of the week for his back-to-back shutouts against uh, St. Louis and and uh, Arizona. And when you think about that, that's a huge honor. It's huge. I mean, he's a backup goalie, or was. Yeah. <laughs> and he's second star. That's out of all the players, out of 18 players on 31 rosters. 20 players. 20 players on 31 rosters, that's... 620 players. Yeah. You're the second best out of the week. That's yeah. Yeah. Mind blown. Blow it blow it up. So, uh congratulations to Jari. Uh we are so glad that he is um doing well and uh keep it up, man. We we love to see you in goal. We love. Not us. that we don't love seeing Matt Murray. We love seeing Matt Murray too. We love seeing Matt Murray succeed. We love seeing it. We love seeing him succeed. Um it's just that yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's talk about power rankings, shall we? Power rankings. Power rankings. All right. Let me. Okay. Let me start. You start. Right, number ten. <clears throat> I'm gonna put Simone at number ten this week. I think Simone is doing some things really, really well. He's just not finishing. He's in position. He's doing things that that he needs to do to to get. In position to score goals, he's getting opportunities to score goals, but he's not finishing, and I think that will come. Now he was he was robbed royally uh, against uh, St. Louis. He had like I think you said he had like eight quality yeah. chances, and Bennington just shut the front door on him, and it was it was rough. It was rough to see. It okay. was it was it was hard to see. Who's your number ten? I'm Marcus Pedersen. Ooh. He has been he he has. He's a different type of goal uh, def- <coughs> defenseman. He's a very different defenseman. He's out of it, but I liked what I I like what I see from him. Like he never really makes mistakes. Rarely mm-hmm. does he press, and he I think he's because he's cautious. He's he, he's being more cautious. He's, he is being more cautious, and he shoots the puck never on net really, but he shoots it, and that's what. You shoot it at the net, good things will happen. Whether it bounces off the boards right to your player and he scores, mm-hmm. or whether it gets deflected in like the the Bluger goal yes. against St. Louis. I just like what I see, and he is putting up an assist. Two, I think, two assists this week, three assists. But he is one of those guys who will put up an assist at least once a week. Mm-hmm. So he deserves. Okay, so he deserves to be. I also there. wanted to put more defensemen on my list. So okay, fair enough. All right, uh, who do you got at nine? John Marino. 
Marino at nine. Again, he's he's like a younger Latang. Agreed. But he's not as risky as Latang, which I like. Agreed. Now, and he got a goal this week. So what? Uh, what game was it? Was it? Was it the? I think it was. I think it was the Arizona game. There was a, a like a three on two. It was him. It was actually him, Tanger, and a forward. And Tanger passed it to him, and he almost had. The, yes, he almost I know got him. Yeah. No, that was against St. Louis. That was the St. Louis t- game. And, I know what you're talking about. I watched both. Yeah, of them. yeah. And they. Uh, so yeah, I, I love seeing that. I love the fact that. And I love this about Tanger too, because I love the fact that he that they that they they take calculated chances, right? And they knew the two forwards were back. And they they went in on the drive and there, almost got the goal. Should there was a play that turned into a goal last week. That Marino started. He dove. They were coming in on it was an odd man rush, and he dove, popped the stick out right to Rust, and Rust took it down the field and that field the ice, and they scored. Yeah, and it's just stuff like yeah. that that was yep. great to see. Who do yep. you have at number nine? I actually have Bluger at nine. Okay. Um. Yeah, you laugh at me. Uh, but I thought I thought he had a great week. Um, I thought the goal he scored was um, worthy of him rising a bit in the in in my overall power rankings, and that got him at number nine. I actually put Marino at eight for really? some of the same reasons that you have him at nine. Okay, um, so that's that's where he is. Uh, who do you have at eight? Latang. Okay, is Latang at seven for you? Yep. <laughs> okay, I think we have. I'm bet. I bet you money. We have the same guys. I just added someone really close to the top. You know, but okay, these guys don't. <clears throat> so yeah, there's not much to say. I mean, Latang's Latang. You know, he do what he do. Yep. Okay. So and, and who's your then? Who's your seven? Brian Rust. Ooh. Rust, we forgot to talk about that. Schultz and Rust came back against Arizona. Yep. Yep. And he hasn't done anything. Well, Rust. Okay. I think he maybe had an assist. And I know he just came back from injury, and I'm not bashing him for anything. But I can't put him in good conscience higher than any of the other guys that are higher. I mean, I was struggling putting him on the list. And he went down four from last week where he was at three. And he was injured that whole week. Hmm. So, okay, that's me. Okay, yeah. Who, you, you said you had Tanger at seven? I had Tanger at seven. I mean, do you have anything to say about Tanger? Um, no. Stop looking. No, I... That's I, what she said. Um... <laughs> uh, sorry. No, Tang, Tang Latang is one of those players that, um, again, like I said earlier, he is he's taken a calculated risk, but he's doing uh, some great things with the puck, good passing, and when he takes the shot, it's on goal, and that's what I like about him. Um, number six, I have Rust as well. Oh, okay. So um, yeah, uh, again, not a bad, not a bad drop considering you were injured all week. Who's your six? Uh, Jared McCann. He has not. He has kind of dropped. He does assist. He has. He's always usually in the assist column each game. Mm-hmm. But he's not the McCann that we saw, and I think it's because of these injuries. He's been shuffled around because he has chemistry, in quotes, with everyone on the team. Right. That he's one of those guys that I'll, uh, m- m- Sully's like, you can go here. And then during the game, he'll be like, no, you're on here or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's just not being able to find consistency with his teammates. Yes, you may have chemistry, but you don't have consistency. And that's the problem. So so is that a reason to, to knock him down a peg for that simply? No. It's just that everyone else is better. Okay. All right. All right. Fair. Fair enough. Without adding this one guy, fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. He would be at the same spot he was. Okay. Okay. Um, who's five? Is this your ad? No. Dominic Cahoon is at number five. Cahoon is. He at has five. gone down one. And he very well could be higher. <coughs> I just, I did these pretty quickly. Okay. Um, and I don't know. I don't think he probably could be higher, but I feel like everyone else up there. Deserves to be higher. Okay, fair, fair enough. I uh, can't argue with you there. I have Tanev at five. Okay. Um, he, uh, I, I think he, he again, he had a... Uh, what I like about Tanev, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, 
he annoys the other team. Yep. Little hit here, little hit there, lifting the stick, a slight upward slash on your on your hands that you know doesn't get called. Those are the things that he does. He gets away with it, and it frustrates the other team. And I hope he continues doing that, especially in the playoffs, because that's the kind of guy you need in the playoffs to get you some power plays because it's going to wind up frustrating the other team. It's going to lead to some penalties and being called. If he could have been on the team last year, oh yes, we would have been. Oh yes, doing so much better yes. with that power play. But Agreed. Agreed. That's neither here nor there. I, uh, oh yeah, you go. Uh, I have McCann at four. Okay. Um, and I, I I hear what you're saying um, about his his lack of production, but I still see him doing the things that need, he needs to do to be uh, uh, successful. I agree with you. I think his his shuffling around different lines has kind of hurt him quite a bit. Um, production wise, production wise, but I think I think he's still the same player, and I think those goals are going to come. I hope so. Yeah. Who do you have it for? Tanev. Okay. All the reasons you said he moved down two from last week. So I saw that. I see that. Crazy. I see but, that. Uh, yeah. Okay. And who do you have at three? Evgeny Malkin. <laughs> I've finally seen the light, and he's 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 gotten better, I think, over this week. Otherwise, he would have been higher. Trust me. I'm smart. I know. <laughs> but, uh, no, he moved up four from number seven that. to number three. So, so is and this – Yeah. I think every game he's played since Crosby's been out, he's had multiple points. Every game. I, that's, that's very possible. And he's now leading the team in assists. He's 28 points on the season, and he was out. That's more than a point a game. Yeah. So, Evgeny Malkin, people. Evgeny Malkin, you have him at three. I have uh, Dominic Cahoon at three. Really? Yes. Um, I, I said at the beginning of the season that this guy reminds me of, of Chris Kunitz, and we're beginning to see a little bit more of that. His speed, his ability to do some... some I, I, I don't know how I would describe it, but some shocking things with the puck. Like Chris, Chris Kunitz used to go in, and he used to make a move that nobody thought he could make, and he'd make it, and he'd score. Um, that I, goal I, against. I've seen I've seen Cahoon do some things that have been uh, like that that you don't expect him to do it, and yet it, he does it, and he he makes it work. So um, in my mind, I think Cahoon uh, deserved to to come up several places to, to number three in my book. So. Uh, number two for me, I have Malkin at two. Okay, and again for the reasons that you said, um, he's playing very well. I'm very happy to see uh, the production from him, and I hope that he continues that. Okay, and this is my addition at number this is, two. This is your addition at number two, I'm, Tristan Jari. I don't know why you don't have him on your power rankings. Because, because honestly, I thought these these were for forwards. Then why are we adding defensemen? I'm not forwards, skaters, not goalies. I'm pretty sure goalies skate. I don't know what you, you mean. You know what I but mean. Stop you being can't a. Can't have a week like he did I don't, and not put him on I, my power rankings, man. I don't. Look, I understand why you put him up there, and I would definitely agree with you that I think I think of all the players. On the team, I think he had the best week. Obviously, the NHL thought he had the best week of all the players on our team. Except John Carlson. On our team. Oh, you said on our team. Okay, yeah. Um, so um, so I understand it. Uh, let, let me ask you this question, all right? Let's say you take Jari out of there, you move everybody up a notch. Who's your number 10 then? If, if we say no goalies on the list. Man... I'm, I'm going to leave him on the list. I'm going to leave him there. That's a toss-up between Bluger and Lafferty. Okay. It would be. Okay. No, and, and I see that. Maybe at Zach Aston. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, Zach Aston still hasn't proven anything to me. No. Except he's a good meme name. So. He is. And your anyway. number one? Jake Gensel. Gensel. I mean, yeah. He, me too. Come on. He's the second coming of the love child between Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux. <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, uh. Although, that is Jake Gensel. Yeah, yeah, I I love Jake. Um, I mean, he's he's just got a nose for the puck. He it's, he knows he knows it's where it's uncanny, going. Uncanny man. Um, you know, I I heard a story, and I I believe it's true. 
I believe it's true. Um, when Gretzky was a kid, he used to sit with a piece of paper with a rink drawn on it, and he'd watch a hockey game, and he would just move the his pencil wherever the, the puck would go, and then he would study that and, and watch how the game would flow and, and how the puck would move and where it would go and just kind of... I mean, so, so to me... You know, Gretzky was the ultimate thinker of the game, and um, I think for uh, for Gensel, I think he thinks through the game the same way. Crosby does the same way. I think Gensel has is when he first came into the league. I'm not sure he did a lot of that, but I think he's learned a lot of that from Crosby and spending that time with Crosby. And here's here's what I love about this team and its makeup right now. You have guys get injured, big-time, big-name guys. Malkin at the beginning of the year, Crosby just now, um, Hornquist going down. We're not seeing a drop-off. Um, our goal, we, I, I have to look, but I think our goal differential is in the top three in the league. Our goal differential is 22. 22. Um, only people higher the Colorado Avalanche, 28. Okay. Washington, 27. And Boston at 32. Okay, so we're fourth. I was close. To have that kind of goal differential with the number of man games that we've missed to injury. Mm. But I love the fact that Gensel, I mean, with Gensel, and like you said earlier, Gensel, Malkin, um, they have kind of found a chemistry together that I don't know what Sully's going to do once Crosby comes back. But uh, maybe he'll do... What you suggest and put Malkin and Crosby and Gensel all on the same line. It'll be interesting. I, I you know, I trust Mike Sullivan. I, I think he's a good coach. I think he knows how to motivate guys to to get the best out of them. And so it's going to be fun to watch. Yes, sir. So, all right, that's our podcast for this week. Yes. If you would like to email us or get in contact with us, you can email us at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at penguinstuffofficial. You will hear from us next week. Next where week. we have a bonus buttload of games to cover yes. in predictions. Yep. So we'll see you guys. Happy holidays. Bye. Yep. Bye.